Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don Lemon, that hotbed of reality. I love the lab. Because it's all still magic. You know? Chemistry? I mean, once you lose that... It is. It is magic. It still is. It still is. (laughs) And all the while, I kept thinking about that great old Whitman poem. When I heard the learned astronomer. I I don't know it. Anyway. Well, can you recite it? (laughs) Pathetically enough, I could. All right, well. No, no, come on. Come on. When I heard the learned astronomer, when the proofs, the figures were ranged in columns before me, when I was shown the charts and the diagrams to add, divide, and measure them, when I, sitting, heard the astronomer where he lectured, with much applause in the lecture room, how soon, unaccountable, I became tired and sick. Still rising and gliding out, I wandered off by myself in the mystical, moist night air, and from time to time looked up in a perfect silence at the stars.
La main dans la main Traverser les boulevards Les yeux dans les yeux Comme un roman de gare J'ai toujours sur moi Un polar de toi Marcher sous la pluie Avec toi dans la nuit C'est pas un problème Dis-moi juste et je t'aime Les bijoux, les fleurs Je vois la vie en couleur Je me demande tous les jours Que ferais-je sans toi Et tu vois Il paraît bien que l'amour Oui ça ressemble à ça Quand viendra le jour Où tu ne seras plus là So I can call you. Yeah, you couldn't make outgoing calls. I didn't get a missed call at all. Usually, sometimes it pops up as like a missed call, but I didn't hear anything. Every day, something new with Skype. We're not changing, though. They're trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to get to switch to something yeah. they can spy on you with. Not switching. Sorry. Yeah, that's kind of bizarre, though. And it's it weird well. that it's not. Cons- it's not at all. I mean, there's so. Yeah, people are like having all sorts of issues. With Skype, but it started a long time ago. When yeah, it's never been a very smooth. Well, but it was was mostly just their profile management. You know, yeah, it's been a mess for years. And like you were saying last week, about, yeah, you're like all these weird numbers. And it's not easy to just yeah. yeah. It's like it's strange too because Skype was such a harbinger for uh, um, you know progressive technology way back. Right. Way back. And yeah, because like, it was the it, first thing you could use to make like international calls with for a while. Yeah. And, and yet it really hasn't progressed much at all. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just, <laughs> it's odd to me. It was bought, I think it was bought by Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and it was just never, you know, I don't know. Even at when I was at ESPN, there was a big Skype push to get um, a Skype, they had Skype representatives in. And I was kind of like the main person that was using it. Yeah. And and it was strange because they were like doing this whole thing with the TV people uh, to offset the cost of, you know, bringing people on SportsCenter and, and stuff like that. And I remember like I was I was w- the one person there practically using it every day. Yeah. And, and like I tried to like engage them and engage the people that were engaging them at ESPN. And they were like, didn't want to hear it. It was like, oh, don't worry about it. And it was like, why wouldn't you <laughs> want to talk to me? Because like the thing they did was outfitted all the people with these terrible mics, like yeah. these terrible headset mics. And I was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you know, yeah. you could do this, have it be sounding like very professional, but you're going to give people these like earpiece mics that sound like garbage, whatever. I was just like, this is one of those things. Like you're, you're at a corporation. You're like, I'm trying to do stuff here, but you're not letting me. Why? Yeah. So it's almost like it's on, on purpose. It feels, but like the technology of Skype really has been just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. It just feels like they should have progressed like for as much as technology has had like an exponential growth in like yeah. just technology then, in general, like available. Like that yeah. they and, and that's not even a story like Zoom all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and it's like there's no story of like how Skype really dropped the ball here. You yeah. Know? It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the same like the thing that I noticed this week was. Some some of my people recording the pods for the athletic NBA show. By the way, oh, can you, <laughs> st- can you add people because I don't I don't think I can add people here. Okay, let me. Thanks, Skype. Appreciate see. it. Thank you, Mister Skype. 
Yeah, thanks, Skype. Thanks, Guy. But uh, on the files that I've been bringing down, that people capture these files and the compressed ones, um, like when you edit them, they have this glitch where they don't time up. So when you're editing precision point, like right to get the end of a sentence cut that may have more attached, it starts to like move you around, not where you put the time, uh, the marker down. So you think you're hitting the word the, and all of a sudden it's like a second different. Oh, that seems very inconvenient. So it's hard actually, because when I'm uh, watching, when I'm editing, I'm I'm watching the waveforms. And so I can see where it is, but then it's playing something else. So it, it needs like, once you press, press play, it needs like a second or two to figure it out. And it's like not, it drives you nuts as an editor. You're just like, this is, this is annoying, you know? So it's like, and I almost feel that's intentional. So they have some weird codec in there that's like, makes it hard to edit. Um. But yeah, Skype, they dropped the ball. That's the bottom line. You know, yeah. no, nobody's making a thing about it. You know, Zoom. Yeah, Skype is being very weird because Sarah just said that she couldn't answer the call. She asked if the call failed. And I was like, definitely try to call you at least twice by now. Mm. Mm. And I added I'm, Zach. I'm also. here. Yay, you got added finally. I was like, oh God, it's, I made it. I'm just going to have to carry the show by myself. That's so much pressure. <laughs> It was weird because like it didn't it didn't even ring. Yeah, that's what's been happening. But today it didn't even. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's we're just talking about how Skype sucks. But so recently I started. How Skype um, sucks, but is better than Zoom. Yeah, like tried my uh, yoga mentor wanted to do podcasts and like she was having trouble signing into Skype and she's I'm just gonna say it she's a boomer okay and boomer. (laughs) she was was like oh i was signed in and now i can't figure out how to sign in again and she kept trying to use her email address because she thought that she was like that's where the confirmation email went and she couldn't sign in via email address and then i told her she probably had to use her phone number and it ended (laughs) up being like a phone number like two phone numbers ago for her that ended up working from when she originally signed up for skype wow and it was just like one of the like least intuitive things like you should be able to sign in with your email like everything is yeah. signed in via email these days i don't we use it. we use microsoft teams for work and i like that better than skype and but that's so and weird because isn't aren't they both skype is microsoft, microsoft. yeah is mm-hmm. it really microsoft yeah teams? i don't know it's like easier to use than, than this well one. i gotta yeah, i've been meaning to check that out i've been meaning to check that that's out that's the one that uh, they have ads for a lot right like on tv i feel like I, I see a lot of Microsoft Teams ads. Yeah. And then it was really weird because I, I forget what podcast I was listening to. And Andrew Schlecht was saying, um, he said something like, oh, the Oklahoma City Thunder is the only uh, organization that uses Microsoft Teams. Everybody else uses Zoom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But Zoom, did Zoom get their security mm. stuff figured out? I think they yeah. had they had it figured out. They had their they figured out was like we're okay with sharing it was their figured out right no yeah. no 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 they nah. they it wasn't the breach, right. weren't they they they, <laughs> like they I read put, a tweet once upon a time and i just accepted it go ahead they put a large degree of money once that happened to fixing the issue that's courtesy of the clark howard show check it out if you want to get your finances under control love Ooh, that show okay. Little, like 20 minutes of Clark Howard every day will is really – it's like keeps the doctor away phrase. Wait, is it a podcast? Keeps the dead away. Yeah. It, it was a radio away. show. Keeps the dead a, away. I like that. And, like, and he's like – he's a guy that's like – he sounds like he just literally came from heaven. on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. And we got to talk about – a big ripoff alert that is going to be something that's part of our lives going forward. And you've got to know he's the nicest guy in the world. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, but he is extremely skilled in the, the world of finance, but in a way that's honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How does one sound as if you'll hear, you'll, you'll see straight (laughs) from heaven. He's just the nicest guy of all time, you know. 
people love Does his him. voice sound like two other people are harmonizing with him at all times? Well, he's got he's got this I think he's from Georgia. There's just like harps playing in the background whenever he speaks. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just got that Southern charm, you know. Sounds like good production Mm. to me. It's (laughs) (laughs) Southern people. Right when you said that. I know. I know. I know that they're getting a bad rap these days, but they're super charming. You know, Southern people. Southerners. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I you know what? You know the yes, ma'am. It's because we say things like yes, sir, yes, ma'am, yes, please, ma'am. And thank yep. you. It's like ingrained in our. Wait, in, yo, I was so like when I went to Tulane and like realized that a lot of people from the Northeast don't ever say thank you or like don't oh, refer yeah. to people as ma'am or sir like or that are older than them. I was like, it was like or culture shock to me. Yeah, yeah it was culture open. shock. I was like, y'all are rude. Is mm-hmm. bless your heart meant to be an insult then or a compliment? Because it depends both. on the situation. Yeah. Because yeah, it if it's coming from like a nice old lady, sometimes she genuinely means it. But like, I feel like if if you're saying it, and it's it's probably ironic. I've been saying, you know, I've been saying it for so long. And then finally someone told me, they're like, you know, that's an insult. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm trying to no. tell you, like, you know, bless yeah, your no. heart. And they're like, no, 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 baby girl. No, it depends. Yeah, because it's kind of like condescending. <laughs> like, oh, bless your heart. You're so you're so naive and you can't understand that it, the situation. Yeah. It's I feel like that's how it comes off a lot of the time. So it's like saying like, oh, honey. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, honey. But then, like oh, I said, if it's like some 70-year-old woman at the grocery store and you like helped her with her groceries and she's yeah, saying bless she your means heart, it. she probably yeah. means it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's so. I, it's one of the things the things I re- really work with the kids on. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll hear the kids. I'll be walking. Like, it happened just just yesterday. I was carrying the laundry upstairs, and I hear I hear Grayson ask Christy for something, and I'll shout, uh, "What do you say?" You know, like kind of like yeah. that mm-hmm. thing. And they're like, yeah. oh, "Can I have the ice cream, Mom, please?" <laughs> the manners are important to me. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. I also because I have the Asian thing going on, like it's very emphasized in Asian culture. Like like we were having the conversation about how you address people. You dress people very formally unless you know them very well. So mm. I've just had like the southern influence and the Asian influence. So, so you're I'm like just doubly you're, you're like, super yeah, you're like polite. doubly polite. Yeah. Yeah, I always err on the side of like I'm just going to be more formal in case. Yeah. Miyagi likes that. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. Some people like that. Yes. <laughs> Some um, people. I watched the rest of the, the series, ended up watching part three, uh, which was interesting because I think at the time there was like the Steven Seagal movies were becoming popular. So they had to like build in more action fight scenes into the movie without it being like the tournament, you know, yeah. like where they're, where they're getting, and he's just getting harassed by this, these terrible people. And, um, and, uh, the movie starts off like so strange, but I actually thought it actually, it was pretty good at the end and it ended well, you know, but so derivative of Rocky, the movie Rocky, which is a classic. Uh, I shamefully like Rocky? don't think I've seen it. I think I've seen like no. Rocky too. Rocky won an Academy Award, I believe, didn't it? But it was, it was like it, a little it still bit good? before my time. Yeah, there's oh, a whole it's, a, it's, such a, it's a great, great movie. Like mm-hmm. Rocky Two is a great movie too. Three is where it kind of turned into what a shtick, but even three is good. And hell, four. I love that propaganda. That 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 the training sequences in four, whoo, the music. Stallone knows how to make a good movie, you know? He did. Rambo's one. I mean, First Blood. You ever see First Blood? The Wait, first Rambo? No. I thought you were talking about the one they recently made that was called like... No, no, no. That was the... <laughs> it was like going to be like, like The Last Stand or something, and there was like definitely blood in the title. <laughs> I mean, um, but the first Rambo movie, classic. It's a masterpiece. It's a lot going on in it, too. That's the one where he has the headband, right? It's strange. Yeah. It's strange. Well, he's basically, you know, he comes back from Vietnam. He's not wanted. And then he runs into the law because he's homeless and 
So the law's giving him a hard time. He then, you know, escapes into the woods and there's this whole standoff. It's strange. It's an anti-war movie in a way. Oh, I thought it was a war movie. So I always just kind of like avoided it. Well, I mean, it it is though, because (laughs) at, at the end, there's a whole thing where the military basically comes to his aid you know there's just a strange paradox of like messages going on with with it which is interesting to me but uh wait is maze here he was you 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 did did rocky win an academy award i can't remember yeah i think he won for screenplay and more importantly does it hold up all right exactly trying to ask yeah yeah the um, stop also and hold up is two things, right? A, if I watch it now, will I enjoy it? B, does it have any sort of problematic it's a boy undertones movie. that I don't want to deal with? I mean, it's no. trying to predict if you're gonna like something is significantly <laughs> more of a challenge. Well, the average, <laughs> well, the average human the general being. public, yeah. Uh, I think, I think it holds up. I mean, a lot of people like three. Or four even more than number one. Which I is, just can't though. Which but is the you one do kind of have to. There's too That's much nonsense. Oh, okay. There's it's so over the top for with the portrayals of the of Russia. See, so it doesn't hold up because if we want to, the prime example of hold up, regardless of the age, The Matrix. Right? I have watched that movie so many times now. I can't believe yes, I didn't watch it until twenty. But like, <laughs> yeah, that is everything proof. It's like it just, yeah. Well, it's holding proof, up it's means it's, it's classic, you know. I mean, okay. The so Jade, is, he um, was nominated for best screenplay and best actor for Rocky, but he did not win. Okay, he lost to uh, Peter Finch in Network, and he lost uh, to uh, Network again for yeah, best screenplay. Well, Patty Chayette. I've never heard of that. <laughs> That's tough. Oh, it's good. That's a good network. one. What's network about? It's about, about a, a take TV it network. Anymore. And a guy is on air and he just <laughs> loses his fucking shit. Like he just he gives one of the most famous monologues of like any movie, and it's Actually. like live on air, and it's all about like the producers and the behind the scenes oh. people trying to react to it. A listener of the show hmm. actually wrote to me about that scene. And if Skype had any type of search in their DMs tool, I'd be able to find it. But <laughs> um, are we still doing like monologues like that in movies? When was the last like most recent like standout monologue? Um, oh, I feel like this is a maze question for sure. This is a Zach really joke tough. too. Wait for the Zach joke here. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to wait for that for a while. <laughs> Where is Zach? I, I mean, I can't, like I can't add anybody to this call. It says that I'm the only one on the call. Ooh, if I click you know who it. had a good monologue? Thanos. Thanos. Oh. Oh, Kick her off the pod. <laughs> Go away, bitch. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Seriously. Fan the man? Fan the man had a great monologue. For as many times as you it. say we're the ones that keep bringing it up. Hmm, I just want to point this out, Nick. <laughs> well, 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 take, take, take the Matrix, though. <laughs> The, my favorite scene by and far in that movie is the when he takes him into the Matrix in the chair, shows yeah. you the whole history. Yeah. That's a long yeah. rip. That's a pretty long rip right there. One of the best monologues I can think of is Daniel Day-Lewis at the end of There Will Be Blood. But oh, even yeah. that was like a while ago. That huh? was still over 10 years ago. Yeah. So um, to me, it just sounds like Thanos is winning. Um, if we're speaking about... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, have you guys watched um, The Old Guard yet? I watched Who? part of it with my dad, but I haven't finished it. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. What's it called? Daniel Day-Lewis. Old Guard. Oh, Where she's like invincible and she can't die. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. Spoiler. Jade, his character is Nathaniel Plainview, so it's Nathaniel's Plainview. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! Stop. Ethan loves him. Ethan loves that character. By the way, uh, Gangs of New York too. Another movie most people have seen, knowing nothing about the history of what's what's the backdrop history. And the other movie was uh, uh, Dunkirk. You know, movies that people see oh, like, okay. yeah, and but know don't nothing have, yeah. about the history. And the history of the Gangs of New York is 
it occurs right after the Battle of Gettysburg, when when the Northerners, the anti-war movement of the Civil War popped up right out, right in and around Gettysburg, and you had these large-scale riots in New York City, and uh, like the Irish were um, were, you know, basically right above the blacks in terms of the hierarchy of society, treated terribly, um, and they rioted. They had a five-day riot burning the city, lynching black people, in fact. It was awful. And and they had to take the soldiers from the north, from Gettysburg, into the city to quell the violence. So it's just interesting when you – knowing nothing about uh, history, uh, the immigrants coming into New York City couldn't find work in the south for obvious reasons. You know what I mean? So they were – Agri- like stockpiling in New York City, not being able to really go anywhere. Population boomed, and um, but there was no work. So the Irish became firemen. That was the whole thing there. Um, I've been watching Breaking Bad season three. Breaking Breaking oh, Bad, really? not Better Call Saul. What do you think? He's back. Well, I've <laughs> I've seen the show, but I hadn't watched it since you know it ended. And I've I tried to go it. back, and I and I tried to go back, but I have a hard time with seasons one and two. It's very similar to Saul, slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, I and, didn't think seasons one and two of Saul was that slow. Um, it's a complaint though with people. Interesting. I mean, with Breaking Bad, I can't get through season two. And I think it's because it's so slow, but everyone keeps saying that you have to make it past season two yes. to get to how good it is. I can't it's watch Breaking Bad for another year anyway. I, I have to three. wait for the last season of Saul to come out. I don't know, though, Eden, because I'm doing it's the experiment. I know. But I, <laughs> it's almost interesting now to go back and now you can kind of, I don't know. I don't know how f- it's fast binging because the commercials, they end up being like, much shorter shows than yeah. you remembered. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, season three, banger. The show is so good. It's so good. And I, I came to the conclusion that they're the same show. You can't really – I don't – Okay, let's get into that. Let's unpack this. So I said <laughs> you can't call Godfather and Godfather Part 2 the same movie. And you said no, but also they are. <laughs> right. They're, so, they're, yeah, they, they have their, they're distinct in, in their creation, but – but when you put them together, it's the same thing. You so know? then why are you allowed to snip off Godfather Part 3? It sucked. Too, <laughs> and too long. Like, it took too long the, to make afterward, right? That so many things are different. So, like, in terms of the production, it's seamless, you know, with one and two, and then so same you, with. Are Saul. you saying the the Badger spinoff show is going to be just something we lop <laughs> off is. and don't? That's like El Camino. El Camino. It's like, it's like Indiana count, Jones part, part four. Part. It's not part of the series. Man, my Netflix account really wants me to watch El Camino, and I just can't bring myself to do it. I don't it's even know if it's good or bad. Good. I just don't it's like. Not. I don't care at this point, which is bad because like Jesse becomes like probably my favorite character. Yeah. I watched like 20 Same. minutes of it and it's pretty good, but I just wasn't it was, interested. It, it was like way too long. How long was it? Like two and a half? It was. It wasn't it, even it was, two hours. It was almost two hours, but it could have been dragged one hour. Then. Yeah. It's basically three mini episodes of Breaking Bad, Zach. And there's a little bit of connective tissue, but not that much. So you can get away with not watching. So could I just watch Need for Speed and I'll be. Fine. Yeah, it'll be Yo, fine. refresh my memory though. <laughs> what happens with Jesse and Walt that causes oh, the, drug the breakup? Which time? Which the time? First, the one after in and around the plane crash. What happens there? Oh, why are they at odds? Walt well, because, just decides to not cook anymore, right? Yeah, well, Walt also thinks that like Jesse is screwing up this deal. Yeah. Right, like screwing up the the business potential by being a user. Oh, okay. So he's using in season two. Spoiler alert! Big time. Oh, oh, he uses he uses all the time. Like yeah, like the whole time. He uses from the start, yeah. and then he meets the girl. Yeah. yeah. Girl. Spoiler alert! It's, it has a lot to do with the girl as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the girl right. causes. Even life. though Jesse, I don't think knows that Walt did it, it still causes a rift. It's like Wait. it's it's. God. 
Wait, so I forget. Well, no, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen El Camino. Rift, but is, <laughs> Rift is too close to the word raft. You know, one's a bad thing. One's a safety thing. Um, I don't know that I like that. No, but then Walt, like, doesn't Jesse find out about that? Later. Yeah, well. He yeah, does, right? Yeah, yeah he right, finds yeah. out that she, he did it. Yeah. Well, sometimes you need a raft to cross the rift, Zach. Rifter. Rifter. What was it in Pluto Nash? Real hopping? Sometimes you need to real hop. Oh, real hop yeah, the rip. Real hopping. Yeah. What a what a movie. That, is that out yet? Is that out Wednesday? <laughs> that uh yeah, that's next. That's next okay. Wednesday. All right. What else? I'm, ex- I- I'm excited for the record today. Oh I, oh, I watched state state I watched Stateless. I, I really liked Stateless. I thought that was that's great. the Australian Netflix show, right? Yes. Well with McNulty. And Kate Blanchett, even though they're not really the driving people in it, they're just, I think she was a producer. He might have been too. I didn't know he was British. That blew my mind. <laughs> How you did he, he do McNulty, keep, man? Keep rocking the Baltimore accent. Why can it's just strange? Like Australians and English people can do American better than Americans can do English. You ever notice this? Oh, Madonna does a pretty good English accent. <laughs> Shut up! It's, it's such a I, I can't even think about having that. I could never do that. It's impressive. Maze, what's that movie I told you I watched that I liked? I don't remember the Andy Samberg one. Oh, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Palm Springs came out on Hulu last week. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Don't it spoil it. Not spoiling shit. It was good. It was Spoiler good. alert, they're in Palm Springs. They're in Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they go up the mountain? I mean, they there's mountains. go out into the desert. They don't yeah. go up a mountain. Because in Palm Springs, there's this tram you could take up, and it's like yeah. going from the desert to, like, Alaska. It's incredible. Did wow. you know the word dessert is derived from, I believe, a French word that means to clear the table, which flies huh. in the face of what a dessert is? Because you're bringing something to the table. Mm. But it's the but last, it's like the last thing. Yeah. yeah, I still get it, though. Well, you're not clearing it's... the table. You're putting shit on the table. Well, well, you, have to, you have to clear well, you the clear table to, to put it dessert. Sometimes. It's, it's like the signal that the table is going to be cleared after this one. Yeah, if you're right. at a and dinner also, party, that's not no. typical. What if you put all the food on the table at once and then dessert's the last thing you get to? So we're why not, not the last resp- thing We're not responding to Nitz talking food. We're not doing that. I don't care what the point is, whether it's valid or not. But you don't want to super. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was if you go to say, a super fancy restaurant, <laughs> they actually will clean, like they do the whole crumb, you know, yeah. the metal thing that does the crumbs. Yeah, they really nobody, do clean the table. And then yeah, because you, the, like, the last thing you want to do is eat like a nice looking dessert when there's like dirty plates on the table. The last right, thing you want to do is eat dessert at all. But like a like Why? a pub or whatever no, won't bother no, clearing there, the table. No. The next yeah, I know. I'm sorry. The next engage. question is: What is the core? Where is the connection point from dessert to des- desert or deserter? Because huh? it sounds oh. similar, right? It is, it's too close. I agree. Okay. I yeah, agree. it's way too close. I always remember it because dessert has two s's, and that's like you want two desserts. That's the way I remember it. But if you just like that one typo, it's like all of a sudden you're in the middle of a nowhere with a bunch of sand and sun. Well, dessert. If it comes from abandon the table of dishes, is kind of like oh deserted, abandoning, abandoning yeah, the, the place. Okay, so there is a connection. It works. Okay, then why does the word dessert and like to desert a place and desert? First of all, why they spell the same? English is stupid. No, Second of all, to, you don't say to desert a place. No, it's like I. What's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you, bring, you bring a pot of cakes and puddings. No, and, no, no, not to desert, not to desert. No, like dessert. Yo, dessert me a cake. No, what? <laughs> no more cake. Listen, not to dessert, like to the food dessert. The to leave. To flee. What yeah. else we got, Maze? <laughs> 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 I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. A dollar buys a nickel's worth. Bang, 
bikes are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toast. How much is a gallon of milk? Uh, well, I mean, like regular milk? I am surrounded by snakes and fucking morons. They're a bunch of soap-stocking fucks. Who backs me on Pierce? Who? Who? You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. I want you to get out now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You look revenge that way. Start by digging to grave. By the way, Miyagi undefeated in the entire series. Undefeated. Got his ass kicked out of Okinawa, didn't he? Oh my god. Well, I don't know. One loss. One loss. <laughs> I mean, the third one, Zach. I don't know if you're here for what I was saying. This they they actioned it up, you know, because they have the character that looks like Steven Seagal, you know, with the pulled. Oh back yeah, hair. oh I love him. Oh, he's great. And and like it, they so they built in more of like this action thing, and um, uh, it was interesting. It was very interesting, but. But for Miyagi's like, <laughs> at one point he's challenged by three, you know, people, cleans them out, no problem. My kids go, what's going to happen? Do you th- is he going to be okay? I go, I think he's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. They love Miyagi. Like, How could you, you not? Know, I, he was, I mean, arguably the star of that series. Wax on, wax off. You know what I mean? It's not that Ralph Macchio coward, I'll tell you no, that. It, I like Macchio, but it's it's the what draws like my mm-hmm. kids are drawn to Miyagi. Like Daniel Sund. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad I laughed at that. Oh man. Wait, I'm, where, where's I'm happy where's, I got that. Where's Wo Wo? Where's Wo Wo? He said he's, out he's today. a no today's the ask everyone but was mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> Must have another gold goblet. Uh, Eden, do you have a love questions? I sure do have some love questions. Uh, I said that totally bad. Whatever. Okay, first question. The situation is this. Uh, not me, but the person. I'm just reading the message. I am having a little birthday get-together with just four or five close friends because I want to keep it as safe as possible. One of these said people started to say things seemingly with the intention of making me feel guilty for not including their partner which then turned into a heated exchange that ended up with him calling me an asshole. I can see that I didn't present my stance in the nicest way, but I don't feel like I should be obligated to invite someone I'm not friends with that doesn't even like me to my own birthday. Is there an obligation for me to invite a friend's partner to things? I'm curious to hear what the panel's thoughts are on situations like this. The answer is definitely no. Um, I feel like your friend in this situation was being an asshole for making the situation about them, given that it's your birthday. Like, why should you have to invite someone that you don't want to invite to your birthday? Um, I have in the conversation we had, like, apparently the friend's partner is one of those people that's kind of like very dramatic, always finding something to fight about. And like he basically what the friend said was like, oh, well, now, like, my partner's not going to feel included. And my whole thing is like no one is making your friend date someone that has to be coddled. And that's their decision and their problem. And 
they shouldn't have made that your problem. But people tend to be short-sighted in situations that involve, or in this case, don't involve their partner and often get defensive before they're willing to listen to reason. So the short answer is no, though. You shouldn't have to invite, you shouldn't have to include your friend's partner in things, I don't think. It's like your party, so you decide who you want to invite. Yeah, like I... What... The birthday thing's weird to me anyway, right? Like I yeah. I don't care about my birthday. Now, if someone cares about their birthday yeah. and they're very close to me, I'll I'll do it up, right? Like I, if it's a girlfriend, if it's a, a good friend, whatever. Like if they want – if their birthday is important to them, like I'm all in on celebrating that shit. But like I don't – like to me, my birthday is so meaningless. Like, yeah. okay, I didn't die this year. Like yay me, right? Like I – and I know that could be a very cynical way, but I just don't care about – yeah, yeah. Celebrate. I'm now, if other people want if, yeah. if other people want to celebrate it um, for me, right, and with right. me, then then yeah, I'm You'll in. But like, I don't, yeah, right. I don't require. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I don't like my birthday. Don't do this. Like, I like if it's important to people, I'll make it that. But the idea that you have to make someone else's birthday about you or yeah. your or your significant other, like that, that's so like yeah. just self centered and narcissistic to me. I don't get that. It's very telling. What is the question? Basically, do you have to do you have an obligation to invite your friend's partner to things, especially in this situation? They don't even get along. Oh, I kind of feel oh, like, yes, man. No, no, but is there an obligation okay. or, is, or is it kind of the polite thing? Because it would it's the polite thing to do would be to invite the partner. Sure. But especially if they don't get along. No, you're not obligated to celebrate with someone you already don't mess with. Well, yeah, it's. COVID, so I could yeah. see well, how general. wanting to limit yeah, the number of people yeah. to just like your I close friends, outdoors, outdoors yeah. wearing masks, being responsible, yeah. all that. I like, get that. I think in normal circumstances, though, like if it's, <laughs> I would never, I would never tell any of my friends come alone. <laughs> like I would never specify that if I'm inviting someone. And they're seeing someone, even if I don't know who that person is or it's new or whatever, or if I don't like them, like this person apparently doesn't, I'm, you know, I'm not going to restrict somebody else's bringing people. Like if they want to bring a random friend, I don't care. But I think there she's not or he isn't because of COVID, right? They're trying to yeah. keep they're trying he to keep like, the he wants to be as safe sure and distance as possible. Yeah, but I'm sure the benefit, like they're you know, it's like two birds, one stone. Like I don't like yeah. this person, it's COVID, so I don't have to invite him. Kind of a like, thing. I don't like I went to a it. birthday thing in the park on Saturday, last Saturday, and everybody just sat on their own blanket kind of far apart and it was yeah. a little awkward socially but we were all there for the person whose birthday it was yeah and that's what it just, sounds like this situation kind of is too you bring your friend you bring your partner you sit on a blanket you sit apart like i don't think it's a big deal there like this person did say that there's background in that like the friend's partner has always kind of made, made gone out of their way to like not like this person who's having the birthday well, you think it's going to improve if you well, <laughs> specifically yeah, exclude them from your birthday party? Well, but if they're not going to be nice, they don't. Yeah. Like, like, why is that out of them? Yeah. You, told, you hated their partner. Yeah. Like, yes. you, don't, you just don't want them around. They ruin the way that your friend acts. They ruin your time. They're, like, rude to you whenever they're around. Like, yeah. probably shoot your friend a message and be like, I'm not inviting either of you. No hard feelings. Woof. No, I think well, you have to like sacrifice not. in that. Like, if you want to keep that friend, like I have friends who I don't like their significant others, and like I, I don't know, I like we don't talk about their relationship, or whatever. But I tolerate yeah. the person because of my friend. You know what so I mean? That was like my follow up question for you guys for this situation was like, do you guys talk to your friends about the people they're dating in particular if the relationship seems like? I'm, I'm, this situation seems like the relationship is kind of toxic if the person's always trying to stir up shit with this person's friends. Cause like, I feel like I try to stay away from it unless I'm directly asked about it. And even in those situations, I feel like I have to be very diplomatic about how I word things because I think it was Zach last week that said people have the tendency to like get like really uh, defensive whenever anything comes up that could be construed as criticism, even though it's like, even if you're asked like about a situation, I feel like you always have to like sort of walk on eggshells because it's like, that's their, that's their partner and they're short-sighted when it comes to those situations. 
But it sort of depends then on a, how close you are with the friend too. And yeah. what the partner is doing, right. Because there's a difference between not liking a person. And for example, I had an intervention with a friend in the past about her relationship because we thought he was manipulative and she wasn't yeah. seeing it. And also he's racist. So we were like, bro, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? <laughs> um, like that's right, kind of be one or the other, but not you both. Yeah. <laughs> pick, a, pick a struggle, bro. Um, so, you know, so it really just depends if they're just, if they kind of annoy you or they have tendencies that you don't like, well, you're not dating them. So yeah. you could, you got to stay out of it. But if they're harmful to your friend or to society, yeah. I you agree. probably say something. My, I mean, my friends know me well enough. Like my close friends know that if they ask me something, I'm going to be like straight up. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not going to hold back. So they'll know like in, they like you can tell when I don't like a person I can't hide it I'm very like transparent so like I don't even really need Love to say anything <laughs> yeah so but yeah like I like I wouldn't get involved or say anything unless I felt like my friend was like maybe in danger or wasn't like yeah, in a like bad situation situation yeah otherwise I'm I'm gonna stay out of it because it's it's like I'm like I'm gonna be the bad guy you know yeah Plus, what does your friend dating somebody annoying really do to you? Like, if they're not a bad person, they're just annoying, then like... Yeah, yeah. well, I just brought it up because, like, in this situation, it is affecting this person. But that sounds like they really don't... They're not annoying. They just... They personally are not friends and don't get along. Like, there's actual, you know, animosity there. Yeah. And I also feel like you should call your friend out because, like, in this case, he was like... My friend was making me feel like an asshole about it. And I'm like, I feel like that's not fair of your friend to do... Because like I said, no one is making them date someone that's difficult. Like that's their decision and their problem. And, and like, well, he's saying that because he's saying that because it reflected because then he has a problem with his partner now. Because <laughs> he has to go, I got invited to this birthday party and you're not. And that had to probably start some sort of problem there. So I, I understand that. I mean, that's it's why all I'm saying part of the plan, Maze. invite them both oh, or the plan. don't invite either of them. But yeah, if you're like trying to plant seeds of conflict in their garden, like Zach is suggesting. Wait, what? What does that, what is that a euphemism for? You're not planting anything in anybody's what? garden. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. The last question I have for this week is, friend related um thought i'd just do a little theme this week it's from a friend of the show but he dm'd it to me so i'm just going to keep it anonymous how important is it for people in a relationship to have shared friends versus separate friends what are benefits and drawbacks to both i have thoughts but would be curious to hear what you guys think so i think it is important to have both just for example like in situations we just like the situation we kind of brought up it's kind of nice if if it is a sort of difficult situation to have an more objective point of view where it's not someone that's friends with both of you if that makes sense as a sentence no that makes sense in terms of so if i want to complain about my boyfriend for example i'm not going to go to someone that That knows knows him him. also yeah i'm going to go to you know somebody that doesn't but also it's nice that when you know we're house sitting right now we didn't i do know his friends so there is a benefit to they don't have to like you know, yeah. we all know each other. We can just you, you're comfortable. They're comfortable like that. You're in the house because they know you also. Right. So there's there's always going to be like having both is always ideal. Ha- yeah. Dating someone in your friend circle is really nice, but there's always the complications of like what happens when there's conflict between you and the relationship. Yeah. And I think we all have friends that sometimes like fall off of their other friendships when they get into relationships, and I. F- do, do, do y'all get what I'm saying? Like someone you're friends with, but then like they start dating someone and they kind of like aren't your friend as much anymore. Well, yeah, so how like, do you guys feel about that? Because I, if that like if someone it found someone that they love and they want to spend more time with them, so they have less time to give everybody everybody else. Is that that wrong? So no, I mean, as long as they're happy. Wrong, but I'm saying like if some people disappear completely. And yeah, like the communication there, falls like, off. Yeah, as completely. Well. Like they stop yeah. responding in, in at all. You never ever see them. Like say this was pre-COVID, and then like obviously we know situations don't end up being forever a lot of the time. And then like they come, they pop back up again conveniently after the breakup. I don't really, I don't have, I don't really have a problem with it. As like if the person was there for me, if I needed something and I hadn't talked to them in a while, like that's fine. But I don't have to talk to like my friends like all the time or see them or yeah, you know, I like, just pick like, up where we left off. 
Yeah, I guess like if there's a problem picking up where we left off whenever that happens, then I'd be, yeah, you know, kind of mm-hmm. curious about it. But I also like, I think with age that just becomes yep. less important, surprisingly, yeah. because like yeah. that, you, that shit used to bother me. And now I'm just yeah. like, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Like yeah. I, I have enough, I have enough problems, like making sure I have enough energy and attention for the shit I need in my life. Like I, I don't at this point, like, I don't like, Oh man, I gotta see what, I see what Chuck's up to. Right. Like I, I actually yeah, don't you know can't Chuck, I don't know why I use that name. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I gotta see what Chuck's what up, is to. Chuck like, up to. Though? I don't know. See, I don't even know who this guy is. So it's, it's real hard for me to piece these things together. But, um, but yeah, like it's, and I think that's also something like there are those friends where you're like, man, I haven't talked to this person in a while. I'm going to hit them up. Right. Yeah. Like you have those friends and you have people you talk to all the time. And, um, yeah, I just, I think that as long as it's, as long as like everyone's in a relatively happy and healthy place with their lives and those decisions, like, I don't know that you can really take it that personally, but again, like, you know, I'm dying and old and like, I'm like, you know, nothing (laughs) matters to me the way it used to matter in the, in that way. I think, are you good? Is the answer to that ever yes? <laughs> if any of Zach's friends are out there that haven't checked in with them in a while, maybe shoot him a text today. Yeah. Also, if your name is Chuck and you have my number, hit me up because I don't know why that name came to me. I feel like this, this Chuck is like someone buried or deep Charles. in their no, so I know a Charlie, and I guess occasionally we call him Chuck, but like I'm I'm fairly in touch with Charlie. Maybe things have changed. Maybe he's a Chuck now. He did get married. Ooh, he's like, definitely like a Chuck like now. two years ago. <laughs> Going back to the original question, I think it's more important to have There was a question. <laughs> I think yeah, it's no, more important yeah. to have your own friends yeah. because you know it's cool if you and your partner all hang out with the same crew together and that's most of the thing. There's like a dynamic and, you know, there's little sub connections where people, you know, text or hang out on their own. But then there's like a larger group. But if you have a group of people that are your friends and you you even in your relationship, go hang out with them without your girlfriend. I think that's a, a good balance, yeah. a good separation. I think it's important to have that. Yeah. Like also, you don't want to only ever like. I feel you like you don't want to only, only ever hang out with have, your partner right. and everybody and that knows all of you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, what if you guys break up? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's what I brought up. Like sometimes there are just situations that are easier for people to give feedback. Like, to, like that people can't see if they know both of you. Like there are things that mm-hmm. if they are able to look at it from a more like objective, like third party point of view, that like. you'll get like a more uh just some sometimes like people yeah it can be more honest because they won't be like considering their personal relationship with your partner also and the only way that gets super messy is if you and who you're dating are both in the same crew before you start dating Mm, (laughs) yeah then it gets complicated and then if you break up or something then you know you kind of cause a rift in the whole a rift that you have to real hop in the whole dynamic i don't think you have to cause a permanent rift just you know i've definitely my first boyfriend slash i guess now not as much but like it's in the same circle but you still have you know even within the same circle you have people that uh you're right that causes a rift because you have people you're closer to and people you're not as close to it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be permanent hashtag the divorce (laughs) your waz isn't here so we got to get that out for his branding this is his podcast after all what? Hashtag the divorce, Nitz. Yeah. The breakup like, post thing. Yeah, on the Instagram. Post. <laughs> the, you know, Guys. the bikini post with the motivational quote. I don't. I've been don't doing a lot Instagram of soul searching lately, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on myself. Yeah. A lot of meditation, self-awareness, self-care. <laughs> Wait, are we reading something that Waz posted on Instagram? <laughs> no. 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 Those are Waz's words. Thanks, thanks for listening, Nitz. <laughs> speaking speaking of taking your clothes off why don't you Uh-oh. put some on put some <laughs> on baby with mac what? weldon Whoa. my favorite sweatpants in the entire universe love these things I'm telling you like i can't stop wearing them right now usually i was daytime pants nighttime weldon now i'm all the time weldon nice 
I got the this darkish gray pair. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I have like four pair, pairs now, but what happened was one of mine developed a hole by sitting on a fence, grabbed the nail, yeah. and then ripped the hole. I was so bummed. Developed. But, uh, uh, yeah, I like how he said developed. But now it's like, like well, like because project. I'm still wearing them. Working on for a while. No. I mean, it's I'm still wearing them, and the hole continues to grow, kind of deal. Uh-huh. You know, you just, yeah. It's <laughs> developing. <laughs> it's in a, it's in an interesting area. Only I could wear these to work because nobody works with me. So. <laughs> but so comfortable honest to god i i'll take them put them in the laundry then wash them so i have them ready to go like the next day yes people think i'm not washing clothes i wash all the time it may seem like i'm wearing the same thing over and over um but i'm like steve hey, Jobs. zuckerberg <laughs> exactly um mac weldon premium men's, men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics i ordered them a little bit small too it's a little trick. It's like Zach sock trick. I order them slightly small because I don't know. I just I like it tight. No, no, fitted. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? fitted is the word. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, what about you, Zach? You did you get any new gear? I did. I got uh, a couple of shirts. I got some swim trunks because you know it's summer, baby. We got pools to go I to got those now. Too. Responsibly, I got thighs out, baby. responsibly, but yes, yeah, guys, out thighs out, baby. Got pool. I got a pool hour every single day. Been hitting up the pool the last five days, man. It is fantastic. Nice. I'm telling you, like, um, I highly recommend it. Get yourself a pair. You'll just, they're like the, um, you know, like a t shirt you have forever. You just can't stop wearing them. Yeah, it's so soft. As well. Like, you don't even know that they're there sometimes. It's at it's least like when a, I wear my Mack Weldon shorts to do my yoga in, it's like they're, it's like air. It's like they're not even there. It's a quality quality investment um mac weldon also um will be the most comfortable underwear socks shirts undershirts hoodies and sweatpants and more that you'll ever wear they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial which means eden they eliminate oh duh. nice yeah they want you to be comfortable so if you don't like your first pair of underwear you can keep it and they will still refund you no questions asked so they got the good underwear, they got the good sweatpants, they got the good t-shirts, they got the good board Socks, shorts. The bag, um, everything. Well, yeah, really well-designed stuff. It's like, I relish. Is that a word? Relish? Yes. Yes, it works. That's just something you put on a burger. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hot dog or are you well, selling clothes here? I re- situa- you can use the I word relish. truly relish. You mustard by these clothes. <laughs> My Mac, so I'm you telling you, catch when, up when, to your friends. When I when I got that hole in them from that damn nail, yeah. my stomach my stomach sank. No, you know what I mean? It's just no, I was like, no. I can't believe it. this is my favorite pair of pants. Uh, for twenty percent off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com forward slash ding and enter the promo code ding. You gotta get those darned, Jade. You gotta darn those pants. Are we still darning in 2020? What's darning? <laughs> like you darn socks? Do we darn anymore? <laughs> Are you darning out here in the uh, streets? It's 20% no time like off. the present to, to pick up a, a darning habit. I'm telling you this. And this 20% off, you're going to go, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. I like that. 20% off your first door to visit MacWeldon.com forward slash ding. Enter the promo code ding. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. My name Bishop Bullwagon from the first church, nothing but the truth. Deacon Powell, Deacon George, Deacon Clay, open the door, let them in, turn them loose. First, I want to thank God for the blood running warm in my veins. That's all right, thank God for my life, health, and strength. I got a sound mind, I'm not insane. Come on, come on. I ain't gonna preach too long. I ain't gonna take the service too far. My sermon this morning. Hell to the no, no, no. Come on, come on. Come on. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Listen. What is the next? What do you got, Miss? Oh, oh, oh. I spoke to uh, Jet Lau. Wow. Jet nice. Lau. The homie. His oh, name's yeah. really Jet. 
That's his nickname. But I was like, that's a cool name. Like Jet Li, but Jet Yao. He was wait, he was born at the time seven forty seven. <laughs> Did you ask for that joke you have ever made, Jade? Wait. No, no, no. It's the truth. We talked last Sunday for like oh, an hour and a half. Wow. Oh my god. How did that come up? I told wanted to know me. if he's like a Pisces rising or whatever people say nowadays. No, like, like the the greatest, like the best things are to me. When somebody goes out of their way, I said, what the, what the hell did you, you know, I'm like, why did you make this? You know, it's because it's uh, extravagant. It took time. Most people just, you know, holler at you on Twitter. And uh, so it's interesting. It's always interesting to me when someone actually takes time. And I haven't, I, I mean, he's been, he's attended a live show. He was actually at our first free show, but couldn't get in because he was uh, so far back of the line. So, to me, you know, it's always cool when someone who's listened to you for a long time, uh, not that I, I don't, I'm not condoning this action, but like, I like that they stay in the shadows. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, so like moving thing. mystery not, and then drop a really cool poster on Instagram. Well, it just so happens that a lot of the artists that are in the audience are, do that. Like, so the person who, uh, McKeegan, take for for example, who designed our website for free. <laughs> and uh and uh a few others like um i forget his name but the fellow who did these amazing sketches which i have up on my wall here they do these extraordinary things and that's you know i want to be their friends you Wait, know? Nick, Nick or <laughs> Nick, it's either nick or nico am i oh yeah and and then yeah. yeah nico nico's a little like he's he's um yeah but the same thing applies his art's amazing um, so I have it all up on my door back here. And then of course, Anthony, who did the cartoons for us, Anthony animates, um, there's a, 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 a wide, uh, variety of, um, McKeegan, Zach, McKeegan, Eden knows McKeegan. No, I, yeah. I, um, no, I text you to get his info. Cause I have a, I have a request. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> nice. Well, you can, you can. If it's a smaller quest, you can ask Eden. Um, so anyway, thanks there. I'm trying to get Jet Luau on so he can talk about the art because we want to turn it into a poster that people can buy. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's get, that him with, on. let's get him on. With, with Jet and uh, Sam. Shouts to Sam too. That's my yeah. guy. Good guy. So uh, hit me with a bagger. Uh, wait, hold, real quick, real quick, because I'm going to have to get this thought out of my head or it's going to drive me insane, as all my thoughts are. Um, <laughs> it said, it said <laughs> Pis- Pisces Rising, yeah. and that made me yeah. think of high seas, like high seas. And now I just thought of, like, what if ships weren't sailing in water, but they just sail in, like, a blueberry pie? Are you stoned, bro? What's <laughs> different with the world? Like, no, I'm super, super sleep-deprived. I've had to get up at 5 a.m. It would take a lot place. longer to oh, get wow. everywhere. That would be yummy, though. You could just, like, if you but got hungry, never be you hungry. Just right. Or would it? What about or, fish, no, though? but wouldn't the pie get dirty? And also, yes! would it would it force Ew. would it force ship technology to advance? Because you got to cut through these pies. Look, I'm assuming I that the don't. ship is sterile going into the pie. It's going to get dirty, though. brain is everything cake question. It's a children's story. What is the cake thing? I'm I'm lost with that. What is it? What's going on? I saw Sarah wanted it muted. It's not a dumb thing. It's people being clever about cake design. They're making things that look like oh, that's a cool. Jerkins bottle. That's fine. That's but it's like fine. constantly cool. everywhere it's, it's with everywhere. everything. Oh yeah, the heck social media accounts oh, are they yeah. can't come up with anything creative on their own. Yeah, are they going to be like, oh, right, is this cake? Like that's what it's that's so what the responses happen, are stupid. Yeah, right. But yeah. the actual yeah. thing awesome. itself, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Being able to create a cake that looks so realistic that you that don't looks like think toilet paper. That's so cool. Memes. Yeah, there's too much. Speaking of toilet paper, Julian O and Julian O, what kind of toilet paper do you buy and what kind do you prefer? I got this.
slash count the digs. Friday mailbag part two on patreon.com forward slash count the digs. Friday mailbag part two on patreon.com forward slash count the dings. Please go Friday mailbag part two on patreon.com forward slash count the dings. Because he's tall, then it's easy. Oh yeah, that guy was there. That guy. Tall man did it. Um, Oh, it's a curse. Easy to be picked out of the crowd. The tall man. Um, That's what happened to Kevin Garnett in high school. Someone's like acting out around you. It's like, oh, is that guy? Yeah, and then Eden could just like cause some trouble and then slide into my shadow. Friday mailbag part two on patreon.com forward slash count the dings. Freeze go, freeze go, freeze go. Freeze go, freeze go, freeze go, freeze go.